0: Welcome back to part two of the Inclusive Activism podcast. This is going to be a little bit more about the local Phoenix races. Uh, It's going to be me reading my ballot to you, as well as me giving you very, very important information about the Maricopa Community College District. Being that I work in, with, and at the Maricopa Community College District, it appears that there is a pattern of people. That are looking to infiltrate the Maricopa Community College Governing Board and are hoping to promote themselves or make a name for themselves in attempting to cut benefits and opportunities for students at MCCCD. This is happening with one of the former board members that ran for state superintendent, uh, such as Tracy Livingston, uh, and her failed bid to be the Republican candidate. Uh, You can see examples of folks trying to rebuild their political career with John Heap. He is one of the at-large candidates for the Maricopa Community College District. And also with Lauren Hendricks. Lauren Hendricks is really putting together a plan to kind of defund, to streamline, to really only make the Maricopa Community College is about potentially maybe even trades. Uh, They're not worried about the people that work there or they're not really worried about the students. And I linked a whole bunch of articles in the show notes that give evidence of the things that they're doing within the Maricopa Community College District that is a cause to concern to not only students but anybody that is a taxpayer in the Maricopa Community College District. Uh, That means if you work in Maricopa. My concern is that they're looking to defund and hinder the MCCCD colleges and then attempt to either sell them off to a private institution or their goal is to make us so unable to provide for our students as well as our communities that everyone chooses instead to go to a for-profit higher education institution. Again, really, really problematic stuff. So, here's how I'm voting. Uh, because I care about the Maricopa Community College District, and vote three, I and District three, vote for Mary Sullivan. Uh, there is a three-way race in District three, which very very is a is a problem, and it's gonna potentially potentially split the vote. There is a fake moderate out there. His name's Stan Arterbury. He actually works at Grand Canyon University. Uh, Which is a concern for me, right? Because he has a vested interest in seeing higher education privatized and running for profit. Uh, But he's running as a moderate. Uh, But I think the real purpose of that person running is to divide the vote from Mary Sullivan. So the real person I have most concerns about, Debbie Vandenboom, can win. She wants to be part of the Maricopa Community College District Board because she is concerned that colleges are inviting Planned Parenthood on campus to provide abortions. Yes. She thinks we're giving abortions at the community college. So a little bit about Marie Sullivan. Marie has been involved in economic and workforce development, education, and women and family issues for over 70 years. She's the principal and owner of Marie Sullivan LLC, focusing on advancing possibilities for businesses, nonprofits, government entities, in order for them to achieve their strategic, innovative, as well as impactful goals. She also served for 20 years as president and CEO of Arizona Women's Education and Employment Incorporated, a nonprofit organization dedicated to changing people's lives through the dignity of work. She has worked in public policy development and advocacy as as well as social service with faith-based sectors. She has served in over 25 different education, social service, and faith-based boards. So she's got a lot of experience. Uh, She is currently serving as a member of the AZ Center of Economic Progress Board, the Phoenix Charter Board, the Arizona Town Hall, has recently served as a leader of the Maricopa County Workforce Development Board and Executive Committee, as a member of the Phoenix College President's Advisory Council, the AZ Tech Force Foundation and Task Force, the West Valley Community Bank Advisory Board for Small Business Development. She has been named one of the most 50 most influential women in business in Arizona and received the Janine Lind Herberger Award, given to women committed to advancing the condition for women and girls through service and philanthropy. She has been awarded the Greater Phoenix Chamber of Commerce's prestigious Athena Award, given to a woman to acknowledge her excellence in business, her community service, as well as involvement, and her professional mentorship of women. She was named Public Service Leader of the Year, tribute to women award by the ymca and was named goodman's good guy award winner uh, as the outtan- outstanding nonprofit business leader in the phoenix metropolitan area she is also a valley leadership alumni for eight years marie served as a publicly elected member of the madison elementary school board governing board she also served as president and clerk of the board and represented her conditional district to the National School Board Association's Federal Relations Network. She is an alumni of Leadership America, where she has participated with a select group of women throughout the United States to discuss and provide leadership on issues affecting the American landscape. She is married and the mother of two young adults. In District Four, you wanna vote for Stan Arterberry and not Jean McGrath. Jean McGrath is the current incumbent at the uh, Maricopa Community College Governing Board who decided to tell the state of Arizona that its community members or its students don't need any more money or resources. The complaint states that a student learning must be the primary focus of... Uh, so there was a complaint filed about what she wanted to do. What, as being alleged by the Faculty Association is that certain members of the college's current governing board appear to be substantially motivated by ideological or political interests. The complaint says that some board members even act on those interests even when doing so does not benefit students or support the educational mission of the colleges. As an example, The complaint says that McGrath emailed state legislators in spring 2017 to oppose state funding for the colleges while district officials were requesting that state funding to the colleges be restored. That would have resulted in lower taxes as well as lower tuition. The Arizona legislator began cutting state funding for the Maricopa Community Colleges during the recession and eliminated the funding from the General State Fund in 2016. Rogath wrote a letter on March 27, 2017 stating the reason is asking for money is because they are miffed at being left out of the budget. The email details the millions of dollars that the district receives from tuition, property taxes and other sources. She says to the legislators, please spend the state's money where it's needed and not at the community college district in Maricopa to make a difference for the communities that serves as well as its students she is running for re-ele- re-election on a platform for reducing tuition i don't know how that's going to work as well as lowering taxes again without aid i don't know how that's going to work uh, and she says that foregoing funding for the community colleges allows the state to increase support for k-12 through education yikes so again in district 4 vote for, for stan stan has worked 35 years in higher education and 34 years in the california community college system he served as a community college ceo for 20 years and reported to the community college governing board for 19 years lots of experience he fully understands the responsibility of board members and will hold college staff accountable to achieve college success he is committed to affordable accessible workforce training programs quality student support services equitable state fiscal support for Maricopa Colleges. Before taking action, he will ask, how does this rep- recommendation promote or contribute to student success? In District 5, you're going to want to vote for Tom Nearyuni. The entire career, he has been, his. he's running on a post, uh, but he is a different proponent of Of education. He's worked for more than 20 years in the area of higher education at some of the best colleges in North America. He's implemented some highly successful programs which ensured student access as well as success in college. For the past eight years he has worked as a school counselor for the Phoenix Union High School District. Every day he works with students. He gets to know their dreams, their abilities, and their obstacles. He is a capable, Uh, and knows what assets are best for the community he knows that community college is the best and for many students the only hope to access for a higher education so again you want to look in district 5 for tom Nirini. at large you're looking for rock arnett not john heap so with john heap there's not really any information on the web he has worked before in the legislature i believe He is the incumbent. He served on the board for two years and acknowledges that declining enrollment is an issue. School population is down across the country from as much as 10 to 15%. Everybody is reacting to this phenomenon by trying to find new sources of students. He said during his tenure, the, the governing board has boosted its marketing to increase enrollment, but there has been additional challenges with funding. We are adjusting to not having monies coming from the state. This year, the legislature voted to cut state funding in general uh heaps challenger linda thor said while those cuts were unfortunate they can be made up with property taxes even though taxes is not a popular topic with voters linda thor says that we can directly tie the back the benefit to the individual and the community as a whole so again not thor we're looking for rock arnett so a little bit about rock arnett rock arnett is an Arizona zona native as well as a mesica community college alumni he lives in northeast mesa with his wife sydney and has five grown children and 20 grandchildren he has 38 years of experience brokering risk insurance services to clients in a range with a range of complexity including self-insured programs as well as more fully funded insurance programs uh, he has been active in the community in transportation and construction as well as related areas of risks um, his goals are making sure that providing quality education at an affordable price is something that all students could do with the Maricopa Community College District. He is looking to create jobs and careers that are in demand now, as well as into the future through traditional education and a broadened focus on apprenticeship as well as c- certificate programs. He is interested in improving student success and career preparation by ensuring state-of-the-art technology is accessible and remains a part of the county's economy, uh, and also in managing the finances conservatively, conservatively while also ensuring that the system has its necessary resources. If you don't know what district you're in, look at the show notes because there's a picture and it'll show you where you're at. Now, down the rest of my ballot. Candidates for U.S. Senate. Uh, it's Kristen Cinema, Martha McSally, and Angela Green. Angela Green is the Green Party person. I'm really holding my nose and I'm going to vote for Kristen Cinema. She is like the worst of the Bernie bros that really don't understand the idea of intersectionality. She doesn't understand or grasp the concept of whiteness. She's for ICE. She's for uh, police uh, using ICE to deport folks. She's for hard border- borders. She's against DACA students. <sighs> it's really unfortunate that Deborah Abood did not get this. But I don't think the Green Party person's going to win, and she's not a complete wackadoodle. So she's worked before with the House of Representatives. Uh, Again, it's the vote that I'm doing. I'm not happy about it. It's just what's left. Sometimes in order to make life best for most people, you have to hold your nose and vote for the person that stinks the least. And that's Kristen Sinema. In District 6, I am voting for Anita Malik, and I'm super excited about it. I'm hoping she finally gets David Schweikert out of this district. He's had a chokehold on this district forever. Anita Malik stepped down from her role of chief operating officer for Content Technology, a content technology company to decide to run for the House of Representatives in Arizona's sixth district. She has been on the forefront of digital marketing and technology. Uh, she is a daughter from immigrants from India. She had been born in Kansas City, Missouri, and attended Scottsdale schools graduating from Chaparral High School in 1994. She graduated summa cum laude from USC in 2002. Uh, Some people talking about Anita Malik. Anita Malik gives me hope. She is tough, smart, and an energetic leader who will govern with heart. She believes in having less money does not mean you should have less vote for your government. Now for governor, I am voting for david garcia i am big time happy about this former veteran former school teacher i think he is a very very strong pick and i think he could be potentially the next democratic mayor of arizona Uh, he was born and raised in mesa got his bachelor degree at asu got his master's and doctorate degree from the university of chicago Uh, He did his dissertation on the segregation that happens in Arizona charter schools. uh, Before running for superintendent, he worked at ASU's Mary Lou Fulton College as associate professor. Uh, He also has served as associate superintendent of public instruction for standards and accountability in Arizona. He's worked as a research analyst for Arizona Senate's Education Committee uh, and as a consultant for the U.S. Department of Education. Uh, he has a lot of information, a lot of experience, a lot of amazing background, and I'm really hoping he melts the ice cream man, Doug Ducey. For Secretary of State, I'm voting for Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs got her BA in Social Work from Arizona University in 1992 and her MA in Social Work in 1995. Uh, she has worked in go- as Director of Government Relations for Sojourner Center, uh, that's a women's shelter area uh, she's been a member of the adjunct faculty of paradise valley community colleges social and behavioral sciences uh, and has worked as a social worker uh, she is a former volunteer for the democratic party and a chair of the district 15 democrats hey man she came from pvcc she teaches at pvcc what else do you need to know she's going to be a great secretary of state and she has social work as a background so she's no she's really looking for everybody For Attorney General, I'm voting for January Contreras. Attorney General is basically the person that decides to take up or lay down cases. So January Contreras could pick up the DACA issue if we wanted to. Uh, That's one of those things that can help make a difference for a lot of folks. She envisions Arizona to be a place where everyone feels safe, where our constitutional and civil rights are protected without fail, and where the powerful no longer get away with playing by their own set of rules. See, I dig that already. She has fought against special interests to fend off uh, cuts to healthcare insurance. Uh, She worked as a policy advisor to Governor Napolitano, uh, Assistant Director at the Arizona Healthcare Cost. January has worked against human trafficking. She has always served Arizonans, including survivors of human trafficking. She has a passion for human trafficking victims and will work to stop these horrible crimes of greed. She also is very devoted to combating violence against women specifically uh, and again who's not for that type of thing she's also a big proponent of making sure that access a h c c c s uh basically that's the, the um, health care at arizona for super super poor people uh is there and doesn't get cut or taken away so i'm looking uh for january Contreras for state treasure i am looking to support joe and saba uh, I know you might be surprised because Kimberly Yi is a native indigenous person and is running for that as well, but I'm really concerned because I just don't think she's the type of person. She's like a big blusterer. I think Saba is more concerned about the banks that the state uses, uh, how we allocate funds, uh, things of that nature. So uh, for me, I am going to be looking to support Joanne Saba specifically. For state superintendent I'm very excited to be voting for Kathy Hoffman. Hoffman has earned her master's degree in speech language pathology from the University of Arizona. She has professional experience as a speech language pathologist and has worked for Peoria Unified School District. She's also a member of the Arizona Education Association as well as Arizona Foundation for Teachers. I'd like to see a teacher in charge of being part of the superintendent for education not somebody else now i'm going to be honest with you here with mine inspector i don't really know a lot about mines i don't know what mine inspectors do i know there's finally a democrat on the ballot and i will tell you this william pierce kind of looks like a miner, and the other dude looks a lot like a businessman so i think the miner probably has a better sense of what's going on than the businessman does So William Peace over Joe Hart for mine inspector for Arizona corporate commission. My first vote is going to Kiana Sears. She is very passionate about energy regulation as well as educational public policy. Starting again, Kiana Sears is a passionate energy regulatory as well as public policy professional who is civically engaged and is a community advocate as well as a public education champion. She's inspired, Uh, She's inspired by her own background as part of a working family to ensure that others are able to live healthy lives. And she is a clean election candidate. She promises to serve with integrity and work hard every day to restore the public's trust in this critical branch of Arizona's democracy. Again, I'm voting for Keanu Sears first because Kennedy was running with another Democrat as a team against her. And I thought that was super bunk. And I wasn't happy to see that at all. And my best friend is working on her campaign. Uh, and the fact that my guy, my friend, uh, my best friend since high school, is looking to support a younger black woman that's looking to get into politics is awesome to me. And Kiana Sears, I've met personally a few times, and she's great. Then I would vote for Sandra Kennedy. She is the Democratic candidate for the Arizona Corporation Commission. She was an unsuccessful Democratic candidate in 2014. She is a former member of the commission, and she assumed office in 2009 and served till 2013 following her re-election defeat in the general election in 2012. So that's my second pick. If it's only one of two, go with Kiana Sears. If it's two of two, then pick them both. Uh, For Arizona Legislative District 20, I am voting for Douglas Irvin. Uh, He has a lot of experiences. He's been a controller for small Phoenix business, a corporate tax auditor, uh, assistant manager for food service, has a bachelor's of science and accounting, Uh, and then went to Scottsdale Community College. He's also a private pilot, an Ironman triathlete, a backpacker, a hiker, passed his CPA exam, is a trained leader for climate reality project and is a volunteer for PV's school district VIP program. I am also voting for legislative district 12. Hazel Chandler. Hazel Chandler has her Bachelor of Psychology and Child Development and Family Studies from San Diego State University. Got that in 1971. Got her math, M.A. in management from University of Phoenix in 1983, and also completed public management program at 2012 in Arizona University, Arizona State University. For mayor, for mayor, I am voting for Danny Valenzuela, and I actually understand that that's somewhat. Well, not it's people don't understand why I'm doing it because a lot of folks like. Katie Hobbs no Kate Gallego they like Kate Gallego a lot here's where I fell and why Kate Gallego is saying that David Valenzuela is going to be a part-time mayor and that's not true she's running ads all over social media that he's going to be a part-time mayor he's released a statement that said he's not going to be a part-time mayor and I think that's just dirty and I don't want a dirty democrat I want a clean Democrat, like I want, and he's a firefighter, so like, he's not like the clean, you know, like, not that firefighters are dirty, but he's like, physically gets dirty as a firefighter. Uh, he's a not really super partisan, but he's a candidate for mayor in Phoenix, Arizona. He's running on the special X ex- in, in uh, November 6th. He is a firefighter. Uh, as well as director of the National Fire and Rescue Services Information. So he has a lot of background. Uh, The fact that he's a firefighter, the fact that he's done a lot of different work on a lot of different things, makes a big difference for me, and that's why I'm going David Valenzuela. So propositions. I'm going to give you a brief rundown about the propositions and why I'm voting the way that I'm voting. I'm voting yes for Prop 125. Uh, That basically adds a cost of living adjustment for folks that have had pensions. uh, Folks that have worked in correctional officers, probation officers, surveillance officers. I think anybody should get a cost of living adjustment for their retirement plan. Inflation has taken about 6% up since the last time there was a cost of living adjustment. And I think cost of living adjustments are important and everybody should have access to one. I am voting yes for prop 127. I know some folks are worried that this clean energy ballot measure is going to make power more costly for seniors or whatever. And here's how I understand that works. It's going to make them have to move to a renewable energy faster. In the short term, I could potentially see that spiking prices in the short term. And that's only maybe. I think it's going to lower prices long term, and I also feel like it's going to put a chokehold on APS and not allow them to jack up their prices on us so much. APS has been running a monopoly and supporting a lot of folks, and there's been some dirty politics on this one because Mark Berenovich, he's the attorney general right now made a measure to say regardless of cost or regardless of hardship that they were gonna move prop 127 forward and that's just not cool cuz that's not part of what they're looking to do they're just looking to make sure that by 2030 50 percent of our energy comes from renewable energy and we get more Sun here than anywhere else if we get on top of renewable energy here we could become the power plant of the nation but business as usual is keeping that from happening on prop 305 i'm voting no basically it's going to increase vouchers which continues to defund public education and i am not for that the red for ed movement is also against 305 so if you see red signs that are pro 305 that's them being sneaky and just trying to confuse you which isn't cool and i'm not happy about it so vote no on prop 305 prop 306 What this is, is it prevents candidates from using public financing accounts to give funds to political parties, and it would require the Citizen for Clean Election Commission's proposed rules to receive approval from the Governor's Regulatory Council Review. So I am... What am I doing? I got to go back to what I'm looking at. I know, you're waiting with bated breath. It's so exciting. What a tense moment. I am i am for prop 306. i want to try to get as much dirty money out of things as possible i'm looking to see that campaigns and things need to be open transparent and accountable so i am pro prop 306 and that leads me to prop 126. prop 126 is the prohibition of new or increased taxes this is like no they can never raise taxes from state or local governments if you know anything about arizona we do not have a lot of funds or money to support things and so saying we can never have new taxes is just a stupid idea because what if you do need it now there's a thing that says you can never have this thing and there's no opportunity for new revenue why would you cut off your nose despite your face so no on prop 126 Hopefully this has been something that's been helpful for you. It's just where I'm at. It's just where I'm voting. So again, you can make up your own mind. I did my research, and I'm sharing my research with other people because I know they won't necessarily take the time. So if this made you thought, if you have any questions, we don't have a lot of time before the vote happens. But if you do want to talk to me, get a hold of me at 860-576-9393. That number, once again, is 860 860- Five seven six ninety three ninety three. You can email me at inclusiveactivism at cox.net, and you can learn more about me and this organization at www.inclusiveactivism.com. With that, I look forward to talking to you in the future, and I hope this was helpful. Bye.